1: Episode 19 of the Arts Academy Podcast with Victor Vernado and Roxy Hayes: How to Make Socially Conscious Art.
0: Welcome to the Arts Academy Podcast. I am Dean Victor Vernado. This is my deputy headmistress, Roxy Hayes. uh Today, what we're going to talk about is making socially conscious art. Now, if you know either of us you may know that both of us are comedians Mm -hmm. among other things and it has come up more than a little bit uh during this time of like the pandemic uh and social unrest uh which is which is obviously things that we take very very seriously but then a lot of comedians have been saying things like well it's uh you can't make jokes now no jokes uh in fact some comedians have been policing other comedians about their jokes um and there have been a couple of discussions that have had inside facebook groups where people are asking well is this a time where you can actually make jokes uh and so to answer that question i'm going to first of all answer that question and then we're going to talk about some uh jokes that i have made during these hard times all right? Uh, but let me answer that question first. So uh, the, the real, the quick answer to whether or not you can make jokes uh, during difficult times, like now, the quick answer is yes, absolutely. Because your comedy is an art, mm-hmm. all right? Now, also bear in mind that I am a person. My name is Victor Varnado. Yes, I am the dean of a school, which I made, but... <laughs> beyond that i have no authority over anybody else i'm just giving you my opinion that you can definitely make jokes because comedy is an art uh and like any art you reflect the world around you okay mm-hmm. so uh in this case like if if you're a, a comedian or an artist or a visual artist or a writer or whatever uh i think it is your job to communicate with people. Because here's something that art does, especially if you're a comedian or a writer. uh, Actually, art in general. What art does, uh, and this is what it helps people with, like when you're making socially conscious art, a lot of the times what it will do is it will uh, take the ideas that the viewer has and present it succinctly. Okay? And I know this especially applies to uh, things like I do. Like, for instance, I do a lot of cartoons. And so a lot of my cartoons will take an idea, say it in a succinct way, so that not only people people will have something that that says what they want to say, but in a better way, but then they have something that they can share with people and then also share with others to to get their point across maybe with better verbiage than they can themselves muster or say it in a more succinct message than they themselves can muster. Uh, that's one of the best things that I think socially conscious art can do. It, mm-hmm. it it can put things in a nutshell for people. Like if you're just saying like this is silly or and this is why it's silly in such a way that people can understand it, socially conscious art can do that. And so I say go for it. Go socially conscious art, 100%. I mean, how do you feel about that? Are you a person who does a lot of what you would consider socially conscious art?
1: I kind of do, but not... I'm I'm doing much more now. Um, My overall Uh brand is, you know, like, blurred and kind of geeky stuff. So I kind of had to tailor back what I normally do and kind of change it more, like you're saying, socially conscious art. Uh Um, I feel like what people get wrong about it a lot of times is they'll say something... What's the word? I'm not good at words, which I should be because I'm a comedian. But um, they'll say something that can be taken as offensive. Uh More so like during times like this, I don't feel like you should be trying to be offensive. Um, Or if you're going to be offensive, you have to understand that there's going to be backlash because everybody's online and everybody is really emotional right now.
0: You know what I mean? All right, and I, I guess I would disagree with you. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to say that sometimes you can be offensive if you're smart about it, because you may want to, you may want to elicit emotion from people, uh, and if and but if your but if your message is purposeful, then it can be a good type of offense. Like it's fine to offend people that may think differently you than you. New... What?
1: I said, you're saying it's okay to be offensive if there's a message behind it, not just being offensive for offensive sake.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if mm-hmm. people think different than you or people who think the same as you. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, I mean, we can talk for just like a little bit about this cartoon that I just did today for the New Yorker. Uh, some people were offended by it. Mm-hmm. And there have been messages where people are mad at mm-hmm. the message that I said. And 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 I'll let's let me show the comic and then we'll, well talk about why. I think, I, I, made it. I think
1: when I'm saying more so offensive uh-huh. is more so I'm speaking more so on people that are just saying something just to be saying something, not necessarily like having any message that they want to convey behind it. They're just trying to be what's the word a contrarian. So whatever everybody else is saying, they're just trying to say the opposite of that to elicit a response. Not necessarily because that's something they believe or because they want people to learn or because they're trying to teach something. They're just saying it just to say it just to get shares and and retweets and
0: stuff like that oh yeah i mean there's people who do just like straight up shock humor
1: yeah and And i don't i'm not a fan
0: of that yeah i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of that either unless it's like razor sharp smart like if it's not if it's not perfect like there's a friend of mine she does kind of shock humor all the time her name is micah fox but Mm -hmm. a lot of her stuff is just razor sharp perfect So it's great from her, but then other people who I've seen actually try to emulate her just can't land Mm -hmm. because they don't have the same type of thing. Exactly. Uh, Anyway, here's the here's the here's the comic I did today uh, that people who I think have no reason to be offended by it, but some people were offended by it.
1: Well, because they're racist. That's
0: that's why. I mean, but here's why people were offended, and it is because. Uh, A lot of people, I mean, the reason I made this comic, first of all, was because, uh, by the way, if you're listening to this, let me explain what the comic is if you're listening to this audio only. Uh, Basically, uh, today uh, is the memorial service uh, for George Floyd, who was murdered by policemen, which is terrible. And luckily, it looks like there's going to be some reform uh, based on the, or that was spurred by some of the protests that happened around it. Uh, and now a lot of people I saw last night when they were announcing like some of the reforms that they were going to do and that, mm-hmm. and the four policemen, the four policemen involved have all been charged. A lot of people were like, yay, we did it. They're like, yeah, we, we done it. Like I saw like so many people were like, like acting as if it was over. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, as a black man, in america i know it's not over <laughs> and so i just made a comic which basically was just like which which is which was just like two people <laughs> on a hill and it's a black guy and a white guy and the hill uh, has a sign on it that says uh recognizing racism in america mm-hmm. and then the white guy is like leaning down leaning down and he's like uh, like he's, high, and he's like Whoo, that was quite a hike And then the black guy is holding his hand out and pointing up the hill to another sign, which also points up the hill that says uh, doing something about it. Mm -hmm. And he says, actually, uh, we're just getting started. Uh, Just conveying the idea that, yes, we have come over a major hurdle, but there's still so much more to do. Mm -hmm. Anyway, a lot of people found that offensive. And then when it was put on a large platform like the New Yorker, of course people come out of the woodwork and are just like, "What are you? What's your problem?" You know. And so yeah. uh, it's out there. And and I don't. I mean, I don't mind that because I feel like that the message is very clear. And so I think it's worth it to go there and talk about that because I feel like I feel like the piece is is succinct and straightforward enough that it's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent worth it. And mm-hmm. if it were just a piece. If it were just a piece where it was just like, like not very well thought out, where it was where if it was just like uh, a piece that was just like, thanks white people barely, because it's kind of saying that too, okay. (laughs) That's what
1: mine would say. If if the
0: comment was like thanks white people barely, then that would not be. (laughs) That's like shock, (laughs) and that's not well thought out enough, (laughs) so that it could be a. it it could be a decent comic and so uh it it just bears i mean what i'm saying is it bears it bears uh considering like whatever you're saying basically the rougher the subject matter is you're handling the better your writing has to be Mm -hmm. in my in my opinion a lot of people talk about like whether or not a lot of people talk about like whether or not uh you can joke about certain things like you know is this okay to joke about is that okay to joke about and uh the way i see it is uh i i feel like you can joke about anything that's like me i'm i'm like my comedy is like hardcore i feel like you can joke about anything however i will say this if you want to joke about anything it better be good also if if people react negatively to you it's not their fault mm-hmm. like it's your fault cuz your job is to communicate and so if you're an artist your job i feel is to communicate and so when i'm when i'm making something that is around a socially charged issue i i think really really hard about what i'm trying to say and in the last few days especially it's been really hard to write something that i could put down and and say you know Here's a joke for the world to see that is about what's happening right now because times are tough. They're really, really tough. They're, I, I've been, I've been personally very angry, and so it's hard. But I, I think that my job as an artist is to do what I can do because I'm not. You know what? I'm not going to do. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go down to the protests and fight cops. That's not my thing. Okay. Um, But to be honest, I can actually reach more people if I'm smart about what I'm doing or smart about how I'm doing. I do what I do well, which is communicate. And so and so, yes, uh, people who are out there protesting are doing a a fantastic job. and, And but also for like that one person who's out there protesting, I'm a one person. And through my art, I'm able to reach a lot more people because I mean, when I st- when I first started uh, submitting to the New Yorker, uh, I was like, "Okay, this is a you know this is a mostly white institution that I want to get I want to be part of and I want to start saying things that you know from the point of view of black people," <laughs> and so uh, that's not an easy uh, hill to climb, and I'm not even done climbing it. Just like this cartoon, so uh, I feel like I. Like, I feel like I put my effort where I can put my effort and which is like, I'm trying to like carry on the same message that everybody else that I'm trying to carry on the same message, but in a way where I can contribute, which is my job as an artist. And so Mm -hmm. if you're an artist out there and you're like, can I make something that's socially conscious? The answer is a resounding yes, please go do it because, but I mean, and yeah, please go do it, but do it well. (laughs) Be careful, but please do it, because we need it. We need we need socially conscious art that spreads messages, mm-hmm. and so I hope that you're out there doing that. Um, I hope that uh, if oh, by the way, so if anybody has any questions, you can ask uh, questions right now. What we're going to do is I'm just going to oh, go sorry. through. I why you. are you getting short? What's
1: happening? <laughs> I got a new desk chair, and I was trying to lift it up, but I dropped it down. Sorry. Um, I think a point that you made that I, that that is the reason I haven't is because I'm still angry, and I haven't been able to figure out how to take that anger and make it something creative.
0: Yet. Well, I, yeah, but I am also angry. i How I'm, how
1: do you get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm gonna, I can take this emotion and make it something. How do you? How do you? I guess channel that into that. I, I haven't got to that mental I mean, space where I can do that
0: yet. How I you- feel like emotion fuels art always. So whether whatever the emotion is, like it's always gonna feel my art. And mm-hmm. so like I am angry. Like when I drew this com when I drew this comic, actually my wife was like, Why are you getting up at five in the morning? <laughs> and I and that was to draw this comic because it was on my mind and I couldn't mm-hmm. I, I needed to finish it because I felt like I felt like it's a message that I felt like people needed to hear. And so because I was angry and because I felt like it was a message that people needed to hear, I just wa- I just wanted to get it out and I had to get it out. And uh, I mean, I did, but it's just like, when I'm angry, I'm still like creative,
1: mm.
0: always. You feel like when you're angry, you shut down as far as like creativity goes?
1: Yeah. It- it- I'm one of those people I create better when I'm in a happier place. So it's hard for me to get into the space to create. Cause when I get angry, I want to fight. Like I want to physically <laughs> attack you, you follow me. So like mm. I, I, I'm trying to get to just the mental place where I'm like, okay, let me channel this into something that's not physically assaulting people. So <laughs> that's kind of the space that I'm trying to mentally, mentally get into where I'm not attacking people. I've been exactly. able to write some jokes, but.
0: Is that something that you're trying to? Um, is that something that you're trying to take away? Like, are you, are you trying to lose that as part of what you do as an artist? Are you trying to lose that attacking people, or are you gonna like hone it instead?
1: I'm, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to make it mm, hone, And I, the, the crazy thing is, like, I was getting to that space where I was able to do that because my outlet was the stage. So like, I mm-hmm. could show that emotion and let that anger out on the stage. But now that that's been taken away, it's like, okay, well. Now, what do I do? Now, where do I put that anger? Now, how do I make that into something creative? So I'm trying to I'm trying to write something. I mm-hmm. actually wrote some jokes uh, about because, I you know, what some of the people that follow or are, are watch right now know me, too. So, like, I had that incident with the with the cops when the neighbor, right. my neighbor pulled that gun out on me. And so I. I was very, very angry about that. I'm still angry about that because he's still in the in the complex. So of course, um, you
0: should be angry about that.
1: I and that like my first mind is like I want to go over there and punch him in the mouth. Like I want to go knock him out. Like I want to, <laughs> I want to slide him <laughs> down the stairs. But mm-hmm. I, as a parent, I can't do that. So I need to try to figure out how to channel that. So I wrote a joke about it. And the joke actually is pretty good. So I'm uh-huh. actually, I'm, I'm getting to that space where I can just write about it instead of like choking people out.
0: So (laughs) what what would you say your goal is like, do you have an overall goal for your work as a comedian? Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. and do you you, can you put like that into words? Like, do you know like what your overall goal is comedy wise?
1: Kind of. I I can't really explain it like in one word. I can kind of just say, like, for me, I kind of want to be, I guess, Donald Glover. So I kind of want to be able to do everything and have different creative outlets that I can. Put stuff in, Um, and I've always said I wanted to create socially conscious stuff. So I just need to be able to get into the mindset where that's what I can do. But I'm still trying to figure out how. That's some therapy stuff, though. Like that's some I need to you know calm down emotionally and and channel
0: my anger. I think I actually grew into creating some things that are socially conscious, and then also, uh, also socially conscious comedy like when I started I was all about uh just goofy that's all I cared about just like Mm -hmm. I want to be goofy period and then but when I became more interested in doing things that are socially conscious it kind of like merged where it's like goofy and socially conscious at the same time Mm -hmm. uh and then I mean and I mean my point of view is almost nihilistic Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which we've talked about before. Sorry, Mom. But <laughs> uh, my point of view is almost nihilistic, and I just think that you pick and choose what's important to you. And so the things that I've decided that are important to me are the things that I want to speak on. And so I, so hope, so I, I, I think I, I, I'm continuing to evolve, though.
1: do that. And as, see, like, I'll speak mm-hmm. on the issues, but I don't know how to take those thoughts into art you know what I mean so like I, I speak out on stuff I'll donate to stuff I, I I do that aspect I cuss people out for being racist but it's like I mm. as a creative that's I know that I'm wasting my abilities you know like I should be taking that anger instead of cursing people out instead of doing this I should be making something with this like you said because that can spread further than me just cursing this racist person out
0: so <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I love it but
0: um, i i'm trying to evolve i'm gonna show you i'm gonna show you another uh, comic that i did uh which is socially conscious which came from a real thing where i was angry so this is actually from a, sto- a real story that happened i was in a i was in a bar and this drunk older drunk white guy was there and he Uh, Now, in this comic that I'm showing, uh, by the way, if you're you're listening to this audio, I'm showing uh, the first comic that I ever did for The New Yorker. Uh, It has a a young black man in a bar and an older white man in a bar. And the white man is leaning over to the black man. And uh, and the white man's obviously drunk. And he's saying, I hope you're ready for some unsolicited and short-sighted advice, is what he's saying to the black guy. Uh and that basically happened where I was in a bar uh and a guy figured out that I was uh black. Uh because I am an albino, so a lot of people don't know I am black, but he figures out that I'm black, and then he really starts laying into me with his advice for black people.
1: I hate that so <laughs> oh, yeah much. It's the it's the, especially doing comedy and traveling, and you go to all these places and, and you they are it's always the older people too. It's always mm-hmm. older
0: oh yeah it totally is and then i didn't i didn't really blame him but i found it incredibly annoying and i was just like what i was you know i was i was upset but then i what i did was i turned it into like this goofy comic which kind of like encapsulates what it is it's very strange actually because this is actually something that um a lot of people don't know about the comics that I've done for the New Yorker or the comics that even a lot of the comics that I've pitched to the New Yorker but here's a secret everybody Uh, most of the comics that I've pitched to the New Yorker are a either a white person saying something crazy to a black person or a black person saying something that disappoints a white person so real life (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh, yeah, it's, it's, oh, I mean, that oh, wasn't my goal, but then I realized that that's what I was doing. Like there, there was a through line in a lot of the comics and some of them are like just ridiculous. Um, I have, I have one comic that I really like where, uh, where it's not really about anything. It is about two worms, two worms that address this policeman. Like they're both wearing police caps and then there is a bird and they're looking at a bird and the bird has a different worm in his mouth. And it's a dead worm in his mouth. And the two policemen worms are saying, watch out, he's a maniac. Because the bird's like <laughs> eating the worm. And so that is, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what that is. It's funny, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it means. We're talking about socially conscious work. I don't even know why I mentioned that, everybody. Um, let's just talk about one more uh, socially conscious thing that I did during this time a socially conscious piece of art or comic that I did during this time, and then uh, if there are any questions, we'll answer any questions. Otherwise, we're going to end the show. We don't have a guest this week uh, on our live show, but we will have a guest in our recorded show, which you'll get later. It's Tracy McClinton. You'll see her later on. I Mm. think think
1: my anger has just been amplified because of the quarantine, too. Like, trying to find an outlet. Do you have any, like, I guess tips for that, like, since we're in the quarantine, Mm -hmm. what do you feel like are the best uh, creative outlets for that, other than just drawing, for those of us that can't draw, do you, like, recommend any?
0: Well, I mean, I I don't know, I mean, it it depends what you're interested in, because I do all kinds of stuff, and so, like, of the kind of things that I do, like, I'm always just like doing creative things. Like I have a bunch of artists that I draw with. Like there's a way you can draw community draw on one canvas. And so like usually on Wednesdays, I I like to get together with them. It's a bunch of Canadian animators. And then they're all actually way better artists than I am. And so it's super intimidating for me, but I'm trying to like force myself to do it. Uh, I like to, I play Dungeons and Dragons because I'm a big nerd. Uh, I play video games, which is always fun. Uh, I like to make video games, which I'm uh, working on some stuff right now. Uh, I like to make music. Like I do a lot of stuff. I just, just keep, I, I keep making stuff. I probably am too, too. I'm always like burying myself in art. So like, I'm always making something. So, I mean, I may may be even doing it too much, but who knows?
1: No, you can, I don't think you can do it too much. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, All right. So. Let's see. Are there any questions? No, it doesn't look like there's any questions. The butt
1: ratio is off on that comic. The kid's having his butt choked out by his belt or something.
0: That's what I said. They draw better than I do. You're right. Uh, Thank you for pointing out my foibles. Yeah, sorry. on the butt. Uh, yeah, my foible. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't great. At, I'm getting better at my anatomy, uh, and that's exactly. It was really funny. I was working with uh, those artists. Remember the artists that I was talking about that I draw with, and everybody draws better than me. So I, I was. I was super intimidated and I was drawing Mr. Peanut. And then I was trying to draw like the texture of a peanut on Mr. Peanut. And then one of the artists goes, Oh, I love your peanut. I love your hairy peanut. And I was like, Harry.
1: <laughs> That's the <so> skin. <scary. laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, my heart just sank. I was like, no.
1: Did you go with it?
0: Uh, yes. I went with it. but I, I told them, I told them what had happened. I mean, sometimes I just make stupid things like here's just like a stupid meme that I made. <laughs> memes are a valid form
1: of art. I will say I have been expressing my anger through memes. and it Yeah, memes
0: really are good. definitely a valid form it of art. It feels really good. <laughs> yeah, and this is, this, is a, this is a great one. I had one that I really liked where someone was doing a meme where they were like my plans and then 2020.
1: Oh, I did. Watch. That meme. Yeah, which, I did one. Do you watch? Have you seen Hunter x Hunter? Hunter what? Hunter Hunter, or Hunter x Hunter, it depends on if you pronounce
0: it. I word. have not seen Hunter x Hunter. Ah,
1: well, then you won't get the meme. I did it. For those of you that saw it, it's on my page. It's hilarious. Uh, I can't even explain it if you haven't seen it. Somebody did this to Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> they put the nails and the lashes on.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Hold on, I have to find it.
0: Th- yeah, then you can share it. So here's the here's the 2020 meme that I did. Ah. Uh, <laughs> if- <laughs> If you're out there watching, uh, this is from RoboCop, the movie RoboCop, one of the best movies that Paul Verhoeven has ever made. And uh, and it says uh, there's, there's a character, I forgot what his name was, uh, but he's like kind of like this wormy guy with like a red beard. And it says my plans is him when he's looking cool. But then later on, he gets a, a bunch of chemicals dumped on him and he starts to melt. And then so that was my 2020. This is very hard to explain for you listening audio-wise. You can't I, see. You know, I think we're going to bring this uh, to a close once we see your meme. Did you, did you find it or no?
1: Yeah, I found it. I'm going to why share you, it.
0: You can yeah, share I'm your sure. screen, and I'll dump this screen off. Boom. Dumping this screen off, and you can share your screen. Uh, let You guys, if you're, if you're all watching out there, uh, you should know next week we're going to teach our very first free workshop. Uh, the workshop is going to be about... Um, how to make, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I love beads. We're, uh, we're gonna teach our very first uh, free workshop. The workshop is going to be about how to make a web series. And we're gonna teach you from beginning to end, not only how to plan a web series, but we're also gonna talk about the equipment needed, uh, how, to, how to edit, where to find your free editing software? We actually did an episode where we talked about it in a, a for a short amount, but this is actually going to be like about two hours and going to take you through everything from beginning to end about how to uh, make your own web series. So if you are uh, following our Facebook page or following us on social media, you'll hear about it. So make sure you follow. If you're out there, all right, everybody, let's uh, let's start wrapping this. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Arts Academy podcast. Once again, I'm Dean Victor Bernardo. I'm here with uh, headmistress, wait, deputy headmistress, head Roxy Mischief. Hayes. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> and we'll see you again. Thanks for tuning Bye. in. Bye. Bye-bye.
1: Make sure to visit us at artsacademypodcast.com.